Welcome to the Be Real Podcast. I'm Diana Gasparoni. I'm a visionary psychotherapist, CEO, and founder of Be Well Psychotherapy and Be Her Programs. I am Ednisha Salisbury. I am a therapist, speaker, trainer, and co-creator of Black Woman Be Whole. Each week, we will talk about the journey of mental health wellness. We will talk about why your mental health is just as important as your physical health and the connection that being mentally well has on all areas of your life. We will be interviewing psychotherapists, doctors from both Eastern and Western disciplines, authors, change makers, thought leaders, and more. Our mission is to bring you information that is both thought provoking and encourages you to look closer at your mental and emotional well-being. We give you tips and insights to taking the next steps. If you have already gotten into the door, we'll get you to go a little deeper. Each week, we're going to have real conversations, helping you work through your mental wellness questions and reminding you that you are not alone. Mental wellness is our passion. We practice what we preach. It is our mission to touch as many souls as we can with this content and leading you to a place of mental clarity and well-being. So for the next hour, let's work together, lay back on the couch and get real. Why, hello and welcome back to Be Real. It's me, Diana Gasparoni, and I am here with my fabulous co-host, Hey, Ednisha Salisbury. She is in the house today, begrudgingly, but she is here. (laughs) (laughs) So in full disclosure today, we've spent the past 48 minutes, 49 minutes now prepping for the show only to come up with, we have no show. Which is kind of like you, like during the week, like you're writing stuff down and you're like, oh my God, I can't wait to get to my therapist and tell them we're going to, yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to tell them this. We're going to have this. Like, I can't wait until Monday morning at 10 where I can say all this stuff. And like, you walk into your therapist's office and you got nothing. Like so many times. What are we going to talk about today? I have patients walk in and go, oh my God, I had so much to tell you on like Tuesday and now it's Thursday and I got nothing. And I'm like, what happened to what, what happened to Tuesday's information? Oh, it doesn't matter anymore. So everything matters, by the way, when you're in your therapist's office, it's all grist for the mill. It's all important. So we decided that today's show would be about the actual show. We're going to talk about the podcast, which means that our special guest today is our producer, Dawn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause he's been, he's going to hold us together for the next (laughs) hour while we figure it out because we have a few things that, you know, we're testing, we're trying out and we're going to flush it out with you guys because you are the listeners should be the ones that are helping us figure out what to talk about. And so Don's going to ask us some questions, point us in the right direction. And we're going to take it from there. What do you think, Anisha? I'm ready. I'm all in. I love when Don is on. I love when he asks questions. He has good questions a lot of the time. Sometimes he stumps me with his questions, but I think I like that. So I'm ready for him today. He got us earlier. He really did. I thought he was out asking us a real question and we both fell for it, which was good. (laughs) It was cathartic, but I was like, oh, okay, y'all. He got us. Ready to go, Don? I am ready to go. Thank you for having me on, ladies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank There's thank you for turning on your mic, sir. <laughs> he also doesn't turn on his picture, guys. Like his video is not on. It's so okay. it's just I'm like this black. I'm so used to it. Screen. You know what? That's it. I've decided because it makes me feel so much better and a little bit sexier too. Charlie's Angels. We might actually call him Charlie. Today only. Charlie. Only. 
today. Okay. That can work. Like our own Charlie. That makes us angels, which means anything can happen. That last one was bad, but not so bad, but bad. <laughs> With Kristen Stewart and yeah. Lucy Lou, right? Who else was is she there? In all of them? Lucy Lou? I thought she Oh, wait, we're going to go off on a tangent. Let's not okay, do it. Sorry. I can see it. it. I can see it happening. Okay. All right. We're not going to do it. Come we're on, Don. Jump in. Jump in. I'm, the I'm two of us to together is a mess. Write the ship. I'm here to write the ship. Write the ship. In all honesty, I think there needs to be a little bit of a backstory to what this is all about. Jess, who, who's not here with us today, usually has an outline telling us who we're talking to, stuff like that, which we'll go deeper into here in a little bit, but that helps in a lot of ways. Um, and on this week, she just put the episode numbers and the drop date, and there was nothing, <laughs> which usually is okay for Diana. But for Anisha, it causes extreme anxiety because she has to see what is going on, what's happening. So uh, we spent a little bit of time. The ladies, I'd like to think that we create a, a space for the ladies to kind of decompress before we start, you know, recording. And usually I give them five, ten minutes to kind of, you know, just decompress of their week because this is the end of the week. The two of The two of them usually have a tough week. I don't think there's ever been a time when the two of you showed up and go, today, this week has been fantastic. I've had so much awesome stuff happen. I mean, Usually, we started a podcast yeah. in a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah I know, but definitely. Week, that's okay. A week from Sunday, I'm going to Jamaica. So when we do that, this we record the Friday when we get back, ask me how my week was. Yes, you can. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Uh, sometimes I have to facilitate that conversation by getting them to kind of talk things out before we start. And usually I can read the two of them pretty quickly if they're having a tough day, if they're having a tough week. And I'll usually ask a question like this time we go, hey, let's come up with a show idea. And my show idea was basically talk about feelings of them personally, <laughs> um, which we're never, I mean, we talk about a little bit here on the podcast, but that was never going to go on air. But that was for the two of them to actually air what was going on with them. For the two therapists to actually talk yeah. about their feelings yeah. on air, not going to happen. Yeah. And Sorry. one more time, make sure when you are interviewing your therapist that your therapist has As therapy. a therapist. Very important. Because I have somewhere to talk about my feelings and it shouldn't be on this podcast. <laughs> it should not be on this podcast. It should not be in the room. In my sessions. Either. With <laughs> the patient. Yes. It should be with your therapist or in relationship to the person that you may or may not be having a situation with. Right. We're just going to give little tidbits of therapy on, along the way. Go ahead, Don. That's not a bad thing, ladies. So, um, oh, wait, or with your podcast producer. You can let your podcast producer know what your feelings are. <laughs> so, for those of you who are producing a podcast right now, that's what podcast producer, hairdresser, bartender, therapist. Personal trainer. Personal trainer. <laughs> those are the people that. Yes. Yes. Those most, people. most importantly, your therapist, of course. Well, and I think that's, that's a good point there uh, with, with when you're doing a podcast, if you're going to be authentic, it has to be a safe place for the people there. And so they have to feel like they can talk about things. I'd like to think that's what we do here at, at be real. I think my job is to make sure you ladies are prepared each week f to be able to do that. And hopefully before we start, that's what happens. To kind of close this up real quick, we came up with a, a pretty, I think later on we're going to revisit this 
particular episode that we talked about where mm-hmm. we talk about things where we're um, kind of working through relationships in a in a TV setting or a movie setting. I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, but I could see as we were preparing for it and Anisha scribbling down things that this was not going to go well because, as I said before, the, I don't the know. styles I mean, that the I... two of you have <laughs> are... It, let, let's take it like this. If, if it's a day before a test, Diana is most likely... Out for dinner. Out for dinner, having a part, going somewhere, doing something and rolling in the last minute going, oh, we have a test today? Oh, okay. Anisha's the exact opposite where she needs to know probably a week minimum before what is going to be on the test, what's happening. She's scribbling down notes to make well, sure those things. Let me yeah. say this. A funny story. Um, when I had to sit for my um, clinical exam as a social worker, it was in the summertime. And I had a friend who was visiting from out of town who I hadn't seen in a while. And so we were supposed to see each other the day of the exam. So like later on that day. However, something came up and he had to leave that day. And so I can only see him the day before my exam. So he's like, hey, Anisha, like, you know, something came up. I'm going to have to leave. Like, I was like, oh, I won't be seeing you. And I said, I have an exam. He's like, all right, well, no big deal. We can still go out, maybe have like one drink and de- no, are you listening to me? I have my clinical exam in the morning. There's nothing that you can tell me that is going to stop me from studying all night and getting a little bit of rest and then studying again in the morning before I go. No. So yes, there is this thing about me with preparation that is very important. I do think I have a tinge of perfectionist in me. I didn't really know until I started talking to my therapist and it started to come out. Um, so yes, I need to be prepared. So it's very important. So yes, I always have notes. Um, I thought that story was going to end with she went out dancing all night long, but it did Hell not. Hell no. <laughs> so if we're going to talk about the clinical exam, I passed the first one by the skin <laughs> of my teeth. And I was like, so it's guys, one of take those two. That's you why. take two. So the first one, apart. I was like, I'm so glad they don't ask a question. How many points did you, because passing is passing. doesn't matter how many points it was. And ladies and gentlemen, it was one. One and wait, one. you get your results right after, guys. Like, so one. as soon as the exam is over, one. it's like two, a minute later, and it just pops up on the screen. One. So, baby social worker Diana had one <laughs> one point that'll tell you how well I test. So for the next one, I was like, this is no joke. <laughs> like, I can't not pass this one. Like, I can't. Like, my old style of like, we're just gonna like flip through the pages. Like, Flip a few pages, take a few, take a few tests. That cocky Diana did not, did, that was not the one. So I studied for that one. And I'm just here to tell you that I passed by like over a hundred points. So I was like, oh, I didn't have to even study so hard. Like <laughs> the gap was real, but like, I really studied. And that was hard for me because I don't have that muscle. So, so I wore the exact same dress that I wore to the first exam to the second one. Cause I felt like it was my lucky it brought dress. You luck. At that point, <laughs> the fact that you know what you wore is enough for me. I don't, yes, I'm I, like, I'm you know, sure, I always know what I wore. <laughs> I know. I'm sure I like rolled in there and then rolled back out. I remember oh. the second one though. I do remember the second one. I remember going and taking. I don't even remember the first one, but I remember going and taking it and passing being like, Ooh, Ooh. this yes. is big. So yes, Don, I am very, very prepared. And so once Don started talking about, okay, so 
we did have um, a topic for the episode today. Let me be clear. Diana and I texted each other. We had a topic and I prepared for that topic. So once we get here and Don is like, oh, well, why don't we try something else? In my head, I'm like, this is bullshit. What do you mean? Right. But so I don't have a poker face. So Don could see my face and he knew I was like, did you just change? How am I going to take notes? Like, how am I going to do my little bit of research? Like, how am I going to get ready for this? But I didn't say anything because I'm not really a complainer, right? Like I just sat there and was like, kept telling myself it's going to work out. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. And so here we are. It's going to work out. It always does. Right, Don? You promise? Folks, <laughs> welcome to <laughs> podcast prep with the Be Real team. Um, this is a behind the scenes of something that we have every week, which is a lot of fun. And these ladies... I think it, the best way to look at it is you have you have Diana who is okay with the chaos and you have Anisha who is not okay with the chaos. But every week, even if there's a little bit of something, the both of them still bring it. And I think it's a testament to them how they do their jobs because a lot of you probably don't think that, that doing a podcast is a job, but it is, and they have to show up for it every single week yes and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what the week was it could be a great week or a crap week the two of them still show up and they give you great content every week and so i think it's interesting to watch the t the process that the two have because i think it's it's a microcosm of of how they are as therapists each one of them comes at it differently but the end results are still the same you have great treatment with the two of them and you're going to get the help that you need. So I think it's a great way of how we prep, you know, for a podcast is the same way. Diana's going to see where it goes. Anisha wants to have that roadmap of, okay, I see this is where we're going and this is where we're going to go. So let's talk about that a little bit. Each week, we usually have a, a pretty good topic. Um, mm -hmm. For you ladies, what would you say, what would you say you go into a podcast episode and Let's take today, for instance, you had prep work and we went to it and we decided to go somewhere else. Diana, how did you feel when we did that? Are, are you okay when we do stuff like that? Well, I, you said prep work. My prep work was a text message at like eight o'clock last night. Hey, what are we going to talk about tomorrow? <laughs> and she was like, let's talk about this. And I go, okay, sounds great. And then I didn't That's think the about prep. it. And then I didn't think about it one more time until we sat here. Cause it's like the topic was something that I was like, Oh, that's organic. I can, I can roll with that. But I mean, let's also be very, very real as is the, as is in the title. Part of my comfort with that is unconsciously. I know that she's going to be more prepared, more prepared than I am. And so she's going to have a list of questions. She's going to come with an outline. So she's going to do it. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't like it's, it's the way relationships evolve, right? Like that's just how relationships evolve. Yeah. So in this relationship, it has evolved that that's what she does. And so I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I think it's always it interesting because people say like, oh, you know, it's best not to have expectations of people in relationships. And I'm like, how do you not have expectations? You have Diana to. has an expectation that she knows that this is going to happen. Why? And because nine times out of 10, it happens. So it she does. knows it's going to happen. So she and can trust in that. 
I can. And that's a part of our relationship. There's and some things that Diana knows I'm not going to do or I won't totally. be prepared for. <laughs> and then there's other things she knows that I will. Mm-hmm. And, and Nisha knows that when she starts talking, I'm I, like, it's not like we're going to start talking about a topic and I'm going to like change the subject mid-sentence <laughs> and be like, oh no, I mean, in the, in the warm-up I am. <laughs> but like, I'm trained, like literally trained organically in my bones to follow the contact. So if she asks a question, mm. I'm going to answer the question. I'm going to be right there. So that feels good to me. Like if we have a topic, I'm like, okay. Um, and when we have guests on, I do skim it a little bit, but you also don't know because you don't know the guests until they get on the show. And then you're right. like, where's this going? And Diana will always get the party started with the guests. Right. Like she's always going to do something or say something and I'll just follow her lead. So we work well together. And I think that, you know, people have to understand that when we do any project or podcast, whatever it is with someone else, you have to work well with the person. Like I kind of know who she is. I know what she's going to do. And I'm cool with following that. Yeah, me too. I know I have a very good feeling about the notes and I do like to compare the notes or like when we're taking notes and I'm watching her and I'm like, because you also have like that old feeling, like for me, like it's an old feeling. Like I, in high school, I was a terrible student. Like I just, whatever we talked, we've talked about it before. We don't have to talk about it again, but I'm like, should I be writing something down? (laughs) Like I like pretend. So today I was pretending while she was taking notes and I'm like, I'm just going to write all these names down. And then I was scribbling and I like signed my name a few times. <laughs> like it's easy. I'm not taking any notes, man. Okay. Like- but also I have a, my memory is shot most of the time. So like, if I don't write things down, I will forget a word mid sentence. It's so bad. So that's kind of where a lot of this preparation also comes from, because I know my mom will play some tricks on me and I'll totally forget something. So that's my way of kind of keeping it all together. I think it's kind of interesting, the two of you, the the two of you, it's funny because the way we, we produce the podcast is a little bit different. Usually we get that outline and it's usually pretty, you know, it gives us direction and that's basically what you want an outline to do if you're going to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just your, your way of roadmap of how you want it to go. It doesn't necessarily end up that way. Sometimes we use all the questions. Sometimes we use one or two of the questions. And usually I like that format because it helps us because it creates that balance of Anisha has that road, that structure of what it's going to look like. And then we get to the halfway point where the break happens. And then I chime in where, where we're going and what we're going to do. And a lot of times that roadmap gets crumpled up and thrown to the side (laughs) and you can see Anisha when she's writing down the things that I'm suggesting for the second half for us to go and I like that way we do that because it it allows both of you to have your strengths like that you know that that way of dealing with the podcast how it goes like Diana likes to switch it up to see how (laughs) things are going and then kind of go that separate route in the second half I can see with Anisha every time we're doing it, she's gripping her pen like that, that jerk. No, but you know, it's, I, I notice when it's, 
I hate to say it, I can I can feel when it's not going well or when it's not going in the direction that we want. So as soon as we break, I'm like, okay, Don. So where do we go from here? Like, like how do we? Switch the first question you ask. <laughs> I always. I'm like, break. you know, like you circle it back. You're like, when are we gonna get to this question? Because we've already answered all the questions that are at the bottom of the outline. We answered <laughs> them first. So when are we getting to this question? And I'm like, we did. Right, because I totally have the outline printed out, guys. Right, like I'm at the, I'm at the house. I'm working from my dining room table. Let's be clear, but I have the outline printed. I have my little notes already. So yeah. Oh wait, I print it. Hold up, I print out the outline. <laughs> I do, I do. I printed out printers right here. I printed out. I mean, I printed out when I get up here, <laughs> eleven. <laughs> but I print it out and then I doodle on it. If I had Keeps to be me- very honest. I still don't feel like I'm prepared. Like I, I, I always am upset with myself. Like, okay, you should have been looking at this like early on Thursday when she sent it to you. Like, what were you doing? Why are you looking at it the morning before? So yeah, guys, I, I can never be prepared enough. I'm not sure if that's good or bad sometimes. I am okay now, now, now more so. I, like I, I've sort of embraced my messy. Like I'm like, if I make a mistake, I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I kind of remember when it happened, like there was like a, sh- a physical shift, a shift in the body. And I was like, well, well, we're just going to roll up and be cocky. <laughs> Cause there's, I mean, let's be 100% honest. There is some cockiness to it that you're like, I got this. Like, Really, what could go wrong? What are they going to say? Or what am I going to say? Or what are you going to say? That Dawn can't edit out. Right. I think it's similar to being a therapist. Like, you have to get to a point where you're like, yeah, I'm a good therapist. Like, like I, this, this they'll be okay in my hands. Like, any yeah, client totally. that comes to me, like, they will be okay in my hands. Like, I am a good therapist. Yeah. And for the most part, like, you're normally not thrown off your game. Although yesterday, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> oh, sh- oh, oh, I did I, I, what, what, wait a second. I did not see that coming. And I was like, I had to like dial it back a little bit. And I was like, okay, okay let me, let me like refocus myself in my seat. Cause there was, I had two com- conversations back to back that sort of were like, okay. But see in therapy, you can't have an agenda. That's no, the there was point. no agenda. Right, there like, is oh, no agenda. Oh, no. I can't go in there ready to I don't know what my client is going to say. They can tell me like, oh, these are my goals. This is what I want to work on. And we never talk about the thing that they said that they wanted to work on, right? Again, you follow the contact. That's what we do as therapists. We follow the contact. Wherever you go, I'm following behind you. So I have no idea what you're going to say. So I can't have an agenda. And I think sometimes our clients expect us to have an agenda. And I'm like, no, this is your life. Like you're the authority on your life. Wherever you go, I'll go with you. But I do like when some of my clients come in with like a list. Like, you know how your client will tell you that they forgot? No, I'll tell my clients, oh, just, you know, everybody has a smartphone. I'll just put it in your notes. Like, and then <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, Anisha, this is what we got to talk about today. Bang, bang, bang. I'm like, okay, girl, we ready. Let's do it. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. They know that, I, know, I know that this is going to come <laughs> as a shock, but I don't use that intervention. <laughs> Because when it, I'm sorry, Don, because when the agenda does come out, I'm like, oh, okay, hit me. <laughs> Can Go we ahead. talk about the irony of the two of you talking about using a smartphone when the two of you talk about printing out 
printing out our outline for the podcast. Oh, the reason why I print it is because I don't know how to make the screen not go black every three minutes. So I, oh, I have to like go through. I don't know how to unlock that. I mean, you heard you heard me say earlier that it took me 20 minutes to unlock my phone the other day. I had to Google it, how to do it. <laughs> I was the only one home, which means that I all the people, all the IT people here who fix the things were out. <laughs> and then like, I can't, I can't rely on this, but. I mean, it's a great picture of monkey, of course. I still but- take manual notes. Like, I guess I'm from the old school. As a as a college student, I take notes. I take manual notes. Everything is so much paper notes. in my home. There comes a point where I have to like shred. Like I have to get rid of paper. I still have paper, guys. I still print things out when no one else really does, I don't think. I do, I, but okay. I, I'm, you know, I know that you, you like a printer. Because <laughs> there was a printer in my office. That she used to come and print things off of all the time. But well, recently in the past couple months, I have asked the support team if they had a printer and they're all younger and every single one of us no one to be one. like, what are you talking about? They still like, you sell know those? <laughs> exactly. And I was like, well, how are you going to do this without a printer? And again, it was like with my phone, Diana, I'm like, I'm going to get you a printer. It's just going to make me feel better. So I put a printer in the, in the new office and I put a print, I am going to replace the printer in the Manhattan office because I think everybody should have one just in case. Yes. Uh, and on that bombshell, we're going to take yes. a quick break. And when we come back, <laughs> the bombshell of the printer in 2021, <laughs> we have a printer. We're going to come back and we're going to give a little bit deeper into these ladies and, and how we do the podcast and stuff like that. So sit tight and we'll be right back. As you know, I am a huge supporter of therapy. And if there was ever a time to prioritize your mental well-being, it's now. As the founder of Be Well Psychotherapy, I am proud to announce my team is leading the way in online therapy. BeWell is based in New York City, and we were one of the first practices to pivot to online therapy with the outbreak of COVID-19. With over 15 licensed therapists, BeWell offers a variety of methodologies and approaches so you can select a therapist that is a good fit for you. We help individuals of all ages, including kids, teens, couples, and wait for it, we even have online group therapy. There is no need to struggle alone with feelings of depression, anxiety, isolation, grief, or loss. To learn more, visit BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, that's one word, to 484848 to get connected with a therapist today. Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, one word, B-E-W-E-L-L, to 484848 to get connected to a therapist today. And now back to our amazing show. back i usually don't get to say that i usually am the one that has to sit here and listen and just do a countdown i just did a countdown for myself by the way how is oh yeah or you did it to reframe anisha and i so that we remembered that Stop talking. after the break we go back to the podcast it was you know it's like when i was a yoga teacher and you sat down and you chanted om so that you clean it there's two reasons one is for the vibrational sound and the other is to remind everybody why they're here <laughs> Three, two, one. Remind everybody why you're here. We have that. And <laughs> I, I think the funny part is the two of you came up with at least one new podcast episode. 
during the break. Yes, we did. Look we've had, that. we've done a lot of that today. <laughs> and the fact that two of you own a lot of books, we'll just leave it there. Yes. Two we'll of you own there. a lot of books. I wonder if we should co-author a book one day. Or at least start with an article and then work our way to a book. We could co-author. You don't, you, you don't, you don't start small, do you, huh, lady? There we go. <laughs> Why would I? I mean, she's she's gonna make me write psychology today, and I'm like, can't. Wait. I'm like, wait, she goes straight to a book, not even book. like, oh, we should co-author an article. Okay, we should co-author an article. At least right. you didn't say books. No, I said just one, just one book just article. One. The two of you have more than enough time to get a book in. Come on. So let's talk about that. Let's talk okay. about the fact that the two of you. Let's talk about day one of. Pu- hosting a podcast Mm -hmm. to episode 78 of doing a podcast. 79. Today, 79. 79. Oh, I'm sorry. So, but (laughs) least on these two, we haven't produced it yet. This hasn't gone live. This could die (laughs) right here. On the table. Never make it. It could not go anywhere. Gray's Anatomy. (laughs) Oh, we could listen. Podcast y'all. Gray's Anatomy season 18. (laughs) We could listen to this, go back and listen. Don sounded horrible, and he gave us horrible questions. Let's skip this, and okay, well, let's get rid of that. You're the one that's going to listen to it and let us know if it's going to go live. So oh, here we are, episode 79. Episode 79, and I don't know if you ladies knew this, but your part of these conversations might actually get cut out in favor of the host's voice. Oh, just oh, we're just, okay. So when I listen, yeah. it's just going to be the host. Yeah, Notice you know, I said when I listen. <laughs> Not we. Oh, we should talk about that <laughs> later. We are going to talk about that. Okay. But uh, let's talk about this part. Let's talk about how you felt episode zero. And let's talk about how you feel now at episode 79. Um, how, how did you feel? Is, is And let's equate it to how you feel as a therapist. Like day one of a th- being a therapist to day now being a therapist. The confidence of that. Or is there confidence there? I'll let... I'll let you both decide who goes first. Kind of like when we do an intro outro or have welcome back to the show. Go ahead, Diana, because you seem like deep in thought. Or well, do you need more time? No. no oh, I appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you. No, no. I'm prepared. <laughs> Hold on. Before you answer that, I want everybody to know that usually there's a lot of dead air before the two of them will actually even say Ooh. anything. <laughs> okay. I needed this laugh today. I'm prepared because we're talking about my own history. No one else knows it better than me. And <laughs> that's no one, right. And um, I'm thinking that on this particular episode, I got more therapy under my belt than both y'all. So, and that's just because I've got more years on the earth. So that being said, when I was transitioning into being a therapist, I was coming from being a yoga teacher and I had like a very interesting identity crisis. I remember this like it was yesterday. And I was lying on the couch in my analyst's office. And I said, that's going to be the name <laughs> on my tombstone. I was lying on the couch in my analyst's office. I say it all the time. And I was like, do I have to cut my hair? And he was like, what are you talking about? I go, do I have to cut my hair? Like in order to be a, like this hair is like, I identify by my hair. I, I really like having long hair. Um, <laughs> But like, is it professional enough? Do I have to cut my hair? Like as a yoga teacher with just the right amount of tattoos and a pair of leggings and the hair, like I, I had it down yes. and he was like, no. And I'm like, hmm. 
okay. So that was the first hurdle. Then the second hurdle was I was sitting in my office on, it was when it was on Broadway and 21st street and I emailed, no, it wasn't. It was before that. doesn't matter. And I emailed all my friends and I said, and I asked them what their therapist wore to work. Uh-huh. Like when they went in to see their therapist, I was like, <laughs> what do your therapists have on? And they were like, what are you talking about? I was like, okay, I've only worn leggings and a tank top <laughs> and no <Too> shoes <laughs> for years and years or jeans and a t-shirt and boots. Like, don't I have to dress up? And they were like, yeah, just me, just be you. I was like, mm. what is that? Where do I go with that? <laughs> And then I developed like a vo- I developed my voice and I developed mm-hmm. a confidence, right? Like I've had a lot of careers. So like developing your voice and finding that seat in the, in the therapist seat. And so that was hard for me. I'm not going to lie that that took a long time to really like get uh, into the groove of that role of being a therapist. The podcast, on the other hand, <laughs> I think the first, I know like the recording part was weird, but I feel like I, I, I was taking more of that confidence of being a therapist into this role, because even though it's way different, we figured that out early on. I think that, um, it was a, it not easier. That's not the right word. It was a a simpler, quicker, 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 quicker switch. (laughs) Quicker switch, quicker switch. Yes. Shift. And I, cause it's an identity, right? Like when yeah. you move from one to the other, I think that like this one was more, not that the other one wasn't natural, but it like the therapist, to the podcast host, because we talk about therapy a lot and the roles, not that I'm a therapist here, but like using that skill set that I am now very confident with is easy or go. And you should make me stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so when I, when I decided to become a therapist, I was in therapy and I was in sales. And one thing about me, I'm really good at building rapport with people. Um, I get people to talk. Um, people seem to like me a lot. I'm a really good listener. And I liked my therapist too. And I always would be like, I think I want to do what she does. Like I can do this. I really felt like, okay, I I can, I can totally do this. But then I was like, damn, I got to go back to school. I think that's the one thing that always hits you like shit. Cause now I have to alter my whole life. So, you know, right now I'm in sales. I'm working like super long days. You know, I'm out at night having some drinks, having dinner, like just a very different life. And then I was like, Oh wait, I got to become a student. And that, I think the transition was kind of hard for me to have to learn how to say no. So I needed to learn how to say no to like the vacations and um, the dinners and the after work drinks. Cause I really couldn't afford it anymore. <laughs> so that was really hard because I was no longer working full-time. I started working part-time. But, and the funny thing about how does a therapist dress, um, I think that as a black woman, I realized that I am often judged based on what I look like. It was like kind of a no-brainer for me that I always felt like I had to dress up. And my therapist, she dressed up like every day, right? Like she never wore jeans or anything like that, right? Like it was always some like nice skirt, pants, whatever. So that was really not a question of what I would look like. And interesting because in my internships, no one else was like dressed up other than me. 
And sometimes it still feels like that at the office. Like I am totally like made all the way up. And I think a lot of it is due to the judgment that I know that I get as a black woman. And so I never want someone to look at me and think that, um, oh, she's not professional or she can't help me. So I think that, you know, the way that I look has become like super important and is a huge part of my identity. Now, the difference is on here is not what I look like. It's what I sound like. And it's weird because I wasn't ready to hear my voice. And the first time I heard it, I was like, ooh, I don't know what I want to do with that. Right. But you can't really change your voice. That's not really something. I mean, you could, but that would take a lot of work. And I don't know if I was ready for that. But when you asked me to do the podcast, I was excited to have a different role. The thing about therapy, and I mainly do individual therapy. I mean, I do couples sometimes, but it's just you and another person. For me on here, yes, it's me and Diana. And what you guys probably don't know is that there was a third person. So this wasn't supposed to look like this, right? Right. So, and also it was like, oh, it's three of us. So we would kind of rotate. And so I really thought that this was going to be like a part-time thing. No, 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 no. It was totally a full time thing. <laughs> I was like, shit, wait, this is like every week? Okay. So now I have something else I need to be prepared for. And so I think that was really interesting because I, I didn't know that that's what was going to happen. So initially it was like, oh, I was kind of going to be like Diana's kind of sidekick. Like it was going to be three of us kind of rotate, things like that. And then one day Diana was like, oh, it's just me and you now. And I was like, huh, what? Wait, okay, got it. And that was just like, shit, I have an issue saying no sometimes, right? So I'm like, fuck, I said yes to something else. And now I'm all in. And so from there on, I was all in. Like with therapy, I'm all in, right? Like this is what I do every day. I love it. Um, The podcast, in the beginning, I think that there was like a lot of nerves because what does a therapist sound like, I think? I'm so interested in that, that thing that like, well, what do other people think I'm supposed to sound like? And then you got to figure out like, well, I just have to be me. And I think that took a little bit more time for me to be like, all right, we'll just be you. But then it's like, all right, you don't want to say too much about yourself because you are a therapist, right? And like, if your clients are out there listening, they shouldn't know too much about your life because that's the beauty of therapy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's all about the client, always. I mean, we yeah. use a little bit of us in there when needed, but, but not too much. And so then when I get here, I'm just like, okay, well, how much about who I am should the world know? And so that was always very difficult for me. Some days I really wouldn't know what to say. I was like, oh, should I talk about myself here or no? Should I relate it to someone else? I think that it took me a little bit more time to kind of get my footing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was, I know that we were both having that said that was, I'm glad that you brought that up, that we were both having that same conversation. Like how much of ourselves do we put into this conversation? And I think when we have a guest, it's easier to deflect, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then it's the two of us. It's like, who do we talk about, right? Like we can't have, we can't talk about our patients. Right. Like we can't use them as examples. We can talk about like disorders that we've worked with or things that we've seen, but we can't talk about specific cases. Mm-hmm. Um And so we have found a way to talk about the work through when we did the in treatment episodes, right. Which was very helpful. And, um, we're going to watch some more TV together. Yay. (laughs) Moving forward. And then, which is in, which I remember taking a psych class before we, I started seeing patients Mm -hmm. and 
having to use a movie to mm. explain behaviors, right? It's very, uh, it's very good that we can, I mean, it's good content for us to be able to work off of. But then the other easiest place to go is our own history, right? right. Like using our own history and how much of that history is helpful, can be helpful and how much to our listeners can be helpful, but maybe not so helpful to our, if our patients are listening. Yeah. So that's interesting. And I feel like we've done okay. I don't feel like either one of us has come on here and well, we're not using it. This, I think again, because we're both in our own therapy and we're both in our own supervision, right? Like we're not using this for that space, like to be able to compartmentalize and not use it as therapy, which happens when therapists are not in therapy. (laughs) Yeah. And when you introduce yourself as a therapist, sometimes, you know, like all of a sudden you're like, Oh no, I'm not working. Sorry. Right. People always say like, are are you reading me right now? Why would I be, why would I care? I I just met you. How are you? Nice to meet you. I don't, I don't really like, yeah. Are you working right now? No, no, you're not working. Why would I be working? But it's nice that we can uh, use antidotes from our own life um, Mm -hmm. without, without flooding, without get like, I don't leave the podcast and get really nervous about what, um, right. Like I said, what I said, did I say too much? Um, Yeah. I feel like it's just enough. It's not too much. People can have, people will have their own fantasies anyway in their own. um, And we are human. Right. Yeah, and we so are. we feel some of the same things and we're, we're still, and I think the other thing about this time is that we're living in a pandemic. So it's probably one of the first times that your therapist is going to do exactly something as you are. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we found a space where our clients were really concerned about us. Right. And they wanted to know like, really, how are you doing Anisha in ways that before the pandemic, not to say that people never asked us how we are. Right. But it felt different. Because they knew that there was a struggle going on, not just for them, but for everyone in the world. Yeah. I have two more questions before we, we wrap up. But the, okay. The, the one, and it has to do with what we just talked about. I know sometimes we talk off air to where this particular conversation happens, to where the two of you have a point where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And then as a producer, my job is to kind of push us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes... A lot of bit, mm-hmm. um, but I think I think that that thing right there is is something that's important, and that's why I think it's great that you ladies allow yourselves to be vulnerable in that way, to share that part of you because that's it's big, regardless of your clients listening to this or not, or your patients. Um, the two of you putting your vulnerability vulnerability out there for people to see is beyond commendable because I mean there's a lot of stuff going on and the two of you uh show that every week by you know doing it and I want to thank the two of you for allowing me to push you to to do these things um and like I said I, I think the one good thing that I've seen the both of you grow in your abilities as podcast hosts and I would like to think just as people in general you know because we've had each of us I've had conversations with both of you offline separately with conversations that I think even I talked about, I'm not comfortable talking about this, but we have to talk about this kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's kind of neat that the two of you have, have kind of grown from that and and seen that. So this question is going to be about that. What do you like? And I'm not going to have the dislike part because I already know. (laughs) 
I never know the answer to that. But for you, what do you feel like is something that you've received from the podcast that you didn't have before you started? How about that? And welcome to this is how the two of them. <laughs> well, I love that. I'm like, I wonder who's going to go first. So I was thinking that Anisha was going to go first. And then I saw her look up at the ceiling. I was trying to it. figure out what the answer to the question was. I think for me, it's been a way for me to put myself out there in a different way. I guess for me, sometimes as a therapist, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. Like I'm not, re- I'm seen, but I'm not really seen. Right. Because the spotlight is not on me. It's on the client in that moment. And so when I'm a podcast host, I am seen and, and I am heard, you know, by, by others in a different way. And so mm-hmm. trying to get used to that, because I think that well, what, what I do for a living is I, it's, it seems like I kind of played it back in certain ways, right? Because I'm listening and, you know, I'm there with a person um, on their journey with them. Um, but here I'm kind of on display a little bit differently. And so I've gotten used to that and more comfortable with it. I mean, I echo all of those thoughts. Like we are, we have a specific role that we play in people's lives where we're not the main event. Yeah. Um, which is great. And monkey's here. Hey, hey monkey. <laughs> um, and so there is this, um, I, I don't, I think there's a feeling of recognition of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, as podcast hosts, like to be able to speak to our expertise, speak to, I, I want to say the work itself. There's not a lot of places where you can talk about the work mm-hmm. there is, and there isn't, um, in this way, like without, uh, we're not always with other therapists. It's not always like that kind of circle, you know? Um, so it's a different way to explore the work that we do. I think, I, I, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some growth. I think that like when you push us on, right. um, I am <laughs> in the moment, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> really? Um, like in the chat when it's like, this is a good conversation. Let's keep going. Let's continue. Let's continue <laughs> on. <laughs> and I'm like, what is he talking about? No, but I see it. I think, I think that we've tackled a lot of really interesting and dynamic conversations this year, uh, year. I mean, it's been more than a year now. It's been more than a year now. I know a little bit more than a year. Um, and I'm super grateful. I'm super grateful to be on the journey with you. I've learned so much from you. I've learned so much about myself. I've learned so much from Dawn. Um, and that in those conversations, like when we're in uncomfortable conversations in the room with our clients and we're helping them like excavate their psyches and do that kind of stuff, like it, that's one kind of discomfort, which is definitely growth producing for both the client and the clinician. And then when we're on the couch or in the chair, depending on how you do it, <laughs> um, across from our own therapist, like we're doing that and that is a lot of deep, dark work that we've had to do. And I think here, because we're publicly talking about conversations that people don't necessarily always talk about with thoughtfulness, thoughtfulness and candor. How about that? Um, I (laughs) spit that out. Uh, it's really, we do. I feel like I have grown is what I'm saying. 
as a person, not just as a podcast host and a therapist, but as a human being in all the different places of my life. Yeah. I mean, I continuously push myself out of my comfort zone. And for me, that's comfortable now. Like, I know I'm going to do something that I have not done that I might be scared to do, but I also know I'm going to do it. And so this was just another thing that I hadn't done that I probably was a little bit uncomfortable about starting. But again, I wasn't going to say no, because growth is always the goal. So right. keep and now myself. we're comfortable in it. So we're going to have to push it. To we have to do else. something else. <laughs> I guess video, which means I'm going to have to put lipstick on on Friday. Right now, now we got to be prepared in another way. Damn it. <laughs> no. And the YouTube channel. We're coming for you, y'all. <laughs> now on that note i'm gonna let you ladies off the hook here and i'm gonna ask you a two-part question which is never a good thing not a not a good thing to have a compound question but we're gonna go ahead and do that anyway i'm throwing out all the rules since we're not gonna have this is gonna be a kind of a last hurrah but it's gonna be a little bit different okay so i'm gonna ask the two of you to give me actually it's gonna be three-part question uh, the first part of the question is going to be... It's like a quiz. I know it is. Who has three-part questions? Come on, Don. The only time oh, you have three-part questions is when you also have a little blue book and a number two pencil. So... <laughs> <laughs> so go, let's go. I remember those blue books. <laughs> right? And My you're like... My name is Blue Book. So, um, <laughs> so how about this? This person has to be alive, by the way. But give me somebody you want to interview on the podcast and give me why you want to interview that person. And the last part, since the two of you always have jokes at my at my expense, because <laughs> um, a lot of you don't hear the things. Like Jess last week decided to mimic me. Apparently, I sound a certain way when I say "welcome." You know, when we get done recording, I say something, um, which mm. has become a thing that the two of you laugh about all the time. And great job, ladies! Even great when we job. Did not to what was it? Is it, is it great job or good job? Even when we know we really didn't do a I know. Great job or good job. But like, sometimes okay, no. he doesn't say great job. Sometimes he says something else and we're trying to trip it up and trying to catch it. But last week when you were unfortunately were not well. Yes, because that that's ha- that happens, people. I know. And let me tell you something. One of our <laughs> first, one of our first episodes, I went out the night before and I had a couple of drinks and I got really sick. And I mean like Growing up, like I, I could barely lift my head and I was on the podcast. That yep. She sure was a little bit yellow, but she it was, was it was rough. I was drinking water in between. And then throughout this pandemic, I've had like all types of things happen in my personal life and I still was on. Yeah. Um, but I realized that, that there week, are some moments that week that we had, you had to say no. It's There's okay. some moments when I'm like, okay, wait, I, I, I can't do this today. Like I want to do it, but like, I feel, I, I, I feel shitty. <sighs> yeah. Like okay. There's some moments when I have to cancel a session because I'm just, I don't feel well. <laughs> and bringing us back. <laughs> We're back. So that, that other part of the question is mm-hmm. um, you need to give your favorite Don quote in a voice that you think I do it in. That is okay. going to be your funny part of the question. But the first one okay. I really want to know. Remember, they have to be alive. Okay. okay. So I can go first. This probably required way more thought than I gave it. Um, and I was thinking, as you were talking, am I going to go academic, mm-hmm. famous, mm-hmm. or like kind of under famous and a little bit funny? 
I went with C. I want Karen and Georgia from my favorite murder on the show. Okay. Those girls, first of all, I am obsessed with women that are obsessed with true crime, obsessed or people who are obsessed (laughs) with true crime. Like I am like, what is it that makes you obsessed with true crime? And these girls are obsessed. They're funny as hell. And um, they're both in therapy. So, and they talk about their therapy all the time, which I think is really important. So I want them to come on the show, be interviewed by the two of us, examine why they're obsessed with true crime, find out how they got into therapy. And did it really have anything to do with their obsession with true crime? And do they talk about their obsession with true crime, about true crime in their therapy sessions? Because I would have a field day with that as Mm -hmm. their therapist. And finally... I want them to promote Be Well on their podcast. <laughs> there it is. My Be favorite well. murder, y'all. I've said before, I'll say it again. Karen and Georgia, come on and hang out with me and Anisha. Okay. Me. Who? Okay. So I know her name is Esther Perel. She's a marriage and family therapist. She's written many books. She's a speaker. And I am in love and love and love with her podcast. Um, And the name of her podcast is Where Should We Begin? And so what she does is she does a couples therapy session and they record it, but it's only one session. So these people are not her actual clients, right? They just come on for this one session. And as a therapist, I learned so much about doing the work when I listened to her. I think that she is just amazing. And I love that she goes all around the world and she speaks to people and she's able to relate and connect with people. And, and I love that about her. And so I would want to come on and ask her more about her experience in doing couples work. Um, I've done couples work before and it's not an easy task, people. To have two people <laughs> in the room. Just, it, it is just not in controlling that session. And she does an amazing job. And so I would love to just um, pick her brain a little bit and have her. I'd listen to that. Hmm? I'd listen to that. Yeah. Like I would love to pick her brain. I I would hang out. I'd hang out for a good hour with Esther Perel. Yeah, for sure. She's super cool. Okay, Esther, we're going to tag you in this one. We just want you to know when we post it on social media, maybe we'll even send you a copy and get through the whole thing and listen to the book signing. She signed book for me. So yeah, I've been to her talks. Um, I went to, um, she did a talk at Harvard. I went. So mm-hmm. yeah, she, she's like my celebrity crush in the therapy oh, world In the therapy world. Very yes. good. My favorite Dawn quote in my Dawn voice. Yes. Good morning, ladies. <laughs> How'd I do <laughs> good. I can't do it again. <laughs> and mine is just, that. yeah, yes, it's, you do. Good job. It, I mean, at the end of each one, is like, good job, good lady. Job. And I'm good like, job. yeah, right. You, it feels like he has to tell us that shit. Like, even if it, I wonder if I know, but really here's bad. the thing. Here's no, the I thing. think it was one week. Uh, there's been a couple one week. He like, pulled us aside and he was like, like oh, no, no, no. I don't know if we oh, could no. use this. <laughs> no, we had to. <laughs> we had to trash it. But it's like. <laughs> It's like when you say something to a patient and you like truly genuinely mean it and they turn mm-hmm. to you and they go, you have to say that I pay <laughs> you for it. And you're like, no, no, I, I like, I I'm genuine. Like I, I just like, you won't, you don't say stuff that you don't mean. 
So I go into these, you might want to, you might have to edit that out. I go into these, these the same. I think that Dawn says it because we're doing a good job. And then when he's, when we hang up later, I say to myself, eh, maybe he has to say that. But in the moment, I feel it. Or maybe we did the best job that we could. And he was aware of under the circumstances. You guys pulled it together and we got a show out of it. <laughs> and that's what you get from me saying good job. The two of them just analyze the hell out of it. And I'll tell you this. I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you ladies sound bad, then I sound bad. And I can't have that out there. So okay. your your abilities and your job to sound good is a de- direct reflection of me and my work. So um, you ladies do a great job. I should say great job because it is a great job every week. And it is an honor to be your producer it's an honor to be on the journey with the two of you um, through all of this. And now we're going to close out. And as we do every week, we're going to stick this landing. Um, there's a lot of sarcasm right there. That's I, I, You don't have to analyze it. I'll go ahead and tell you. Um, we do struggle with our, our outro, but we're going to get it today. I think this is the day that we land, that we stick it right here. Okay. Let's do it. Here we go. Oh, I'm not I helping, by it- the way. I don't actually think it's today. I have an I have an idea, but it's not today. But today we can say what we always say: stay, stay safe, safe. Continue, continue to wash, wash your hands. hands, regardless of pandemic status. Wash your hands and continue to be socially distant because people don't want you that close to them. They're not ready. I might want to reframe that. People <laughs> that I don't know, I'm not ready. People, <laughs> please continue to stay socially distant. Because it's polite. Thank you. And we're going to stop here. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Be Real podcast. Stay connected to us and subscribe to Be Real wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are feeling it, how about a five-star review? If our conversation sparked a question, join us in the Be Real Podcast Facebook group. We hope that you have walked away with some new insights, curiosities, and ideas to better help you on your journey to mental wellness and overall well-being. I encourage you to go to BeWellPsychotherapy.com and check out our services and programs. Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com. Okay, we have to stop here, but I'll see you next week.